listening to the Fable 411 podcast produced by the City of Fable, where you'll get information about city government and the programs and services we provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments that help keep our city moving. Thanks for joining us for this Fable 411. I'm Gavin McRoberts. And I'm Sherry Kropp, and we're your hosts for the podcast. The Fable 411 is one of several podcasts that the city produces for our podcast channel, Radio Fayetteville, as we provide timely and informative updates every week on a variety of topics related to the city of Fayetteville. And today we have Sean Lewis and Alan Kennedy from the city's rapid response team. Also, we call it rapid. Morning. Now, what does rapid stand for? So rapid stands for the removal and prevention of illegal dumping. So that keeps you guys pretty busy. Oh, yes. Very, very busy. Much. Now, what exactly, what are some of the functions of the rapid team? What are you, uh, what, what type of programs are you guys doing out there in the community? We, of course, enforce all legal dumping, investigate all legal dumping complaints. Um, but we also function as the enforcement for the solid waste department. So we enforce all curbside code violations for solid waste. And, and I know that uh, I've been out there a few times on some of the legal dump sites, and we've seen numerous amounts of, of yes. <laughs> tons of trash getting cleaned up. And then I've been to other sites where it's a city street and it looks like somebody was doing contractor work right. and just left a whole bunch of uh, debris at the curbside and expecting uh, it to, I guess, just, just disappear. It's out of their mind. Um, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Uh, that must keep you guys pretty busy. Um, what, what are some, t- tell me a little bit about like how your typical day begins. Most of our, our typical day is usually you know, the first hour, hour and, a half, hour and a half, we're in the office doing paperwork, you know, sending out violations, notices. Um, and then we're out, you know, depending on our, our caseload is, is we might split half our day investigating illegal dump sites and the other half our day uh, enforcing the curbside code violations that we have. Um, so that's usually our typical day. And then um, on Wednesdays is our pickup day for when all the legal dump sites are picked up by the city and all the trash is removed. So our usually our Wednesdays are spent doing that pretty much all day. Now, I know that the program is fairly new and started last year. Is that right? That's right. How many tons of trash and debris have you removed since that time? So from the beginning to now, approximately four, four to, to 500 tons. Yeah, four to 500. Um, with more being added every day. <laughs> that is a lot. That is a lot. And what are some of the most unusual, I guess, things that you've you found at some of these dump sites? So the the most unusual one that I've seen thus far has been a um, a bay window of a house. Um, of course, this had, had to have been from a renovation, either by a contract or the homeowner, but they decided to dump the entire bay window, among other things, and a dirt, a dirt, a dirt side road. And I guess the contractor was just trying to avoid the dump fee. And, exactly. And, and, and unfortunately, I guess that means the, the homeowner's liable for that as well. Yep. I mean, exactly. especially uh, it mo- most likely it comes down to that when items from the homeowner, they're, say they're moving. I had a case where uh, a son was moving to Charlotte and his mother hired a person to uh, get rid of the son's things that were trash while he's gone. So she hired unknown guy, <laughs> unknown guy to come and um, get rid of these things for her on the cheap, more than likely. Um, 
So whatever she paid him, he showed up, threw it in the back of his truck or a trailer or whatever it was, and then went and dumped it near downtown off of a side street. And um, it had all of her son's information in it. So, of course, I did my investigation things like that, verify the person is still living because that is actually a very common thing that can happen. Very common. I can speak to that. Um, where it will pop up as them being deceased and you can't cite a deceased person. But um, – the tickets go out, and then um, the person will call to do their appeal, which we then ask them, can you give us something? Can you give us a name? Can you give us a business name? Can you give us a, a phone number or something? Uh, <laughs> a res- uh, common ones, a receipt where they paid the person to remove the trash. So instead of uh, citing the the homeowner, the property owner, we'll, we'll cite the person that actually did the dumping, which is what we want. Because that's the person who should know better. Exactly. Because uh, if they're being hired to do that, they should know where that trash belongs. Right. And um, so that is where an investigation ensues. Whenever you find stuff like that, you might find an Amazon box with someone's name on it. And the homeowners that hire these people, they, you know, they think that or they trust that their contractor's doing the right thing. And I'm sure that whenever you contact some of the homeowners, they're like, what? So what happens in those <laughs> cases? We just we usually just have to ask them, you know, do you have any proof showing of who you paid to to haul your trash off or the the debris or construction debris, whatever. Um, and as long as we have something that's in writing, you know, like a receipt, you know, text messages, you know, where they've paid, you know, paid whether it's a check or, um, you know, some kind of where they use their phone to pay, you know, anything like that that shows us gives us actual proof that they did pay somebody else and who was the person they paid that way we can go and, and cite them instead now i know that um you guys work closely with uh several other departments within the city um who who helps with the rapid response um, so we first and foremost um, would be code enforcement which is where we are technically under and then a very very close second is the solid waste department itself um, they helped us with the big knuckle boom trucks, um, the big trucks have the black box, the orange arm driving around the city. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that really are like a backbone, of especially our legal dumping cleanups. Um, they're doing routes in the neighborhoods for our regular curbside pickups as well now, starting this year. That's a whole other thing. Um, then we have Parks and Rec. Um, they've helped us with uh, litter pickups on the side of the road because – Especially in the main thoroughfares, you might people may have seen them driving around on ATVs in, mm-hmm. the, in the meetings yeah. with the grabbers. And, I see uh, them all the time on <laughs> Highway 87. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're out there doing that, and then they've also helped in the past when um, solid waste couldn't um, f- with their knuckle booms. They would have Parks and Rec has their own set of knuckle boom trucks that they would help us out with, and they did that for a few months. That uh, was a few months stint, um, but we are back to solid waste. Uh, then we have the streets department and stormwater and and um, I think that's those only two. And they would go in and cut back right-of-ways, streets, mm-hmm. forgotten streets, streets that nobody even knows is there. And it's, like, overgrown to where it's a tunnel of woods. <laughs> you can't get through there. They'll cut all that back and make it look make it look decent again. Um, that's that's a good, very good point. And, that, and that's also another part of our, our, our umbrella as far as rabbit goes is actually we are technically responsible for right-of-way nuisance abatement. So – you know, even though there's not, not there might be areas where there's not a lot of trash. You know, like like these forgotten streets that are just completely overgrown. You know, the bushes are taking over the streets. Is that we have the ability to get different departments involved 
and have them come and cut those right of ways back for us. Because so it really improves the whole overall appearance of the entire community. Absolutely. And, and it's not just about appearance. It's, we're also talking about environmental impact, right. property value impact. Because I know I would not want to have a house with a, a neighbor um, property, neighboring property that is just littered with junk. Because it's just, right. a, a, it's a health issue as well. Because right. you're talking about rats sure. and other type of vermin. Oh, yeah. And you just moved, picture you just moved in here from um, California and then. You you think you're going into a nice neighborhood, and then there's all this stuff on <laughs> on the person's uh, front yard, and, and for nothing for environmental, the uh, the bridges in here in the city, there's a lot of trash underneath those, and um, we're working on getting those fixed with the, with the DOT. And you imagine if we have another big hurricane, another major weather event, all that stuff can wash out into the Cape Fear River. Well, it's our main water source. <laughs> yeah, and then so. when you go down to the beach, or, uh, down a moment, yeah. you're going to see your trash. Exactly. What is that box say <laughs> yeah. alongside of it? Special <laughs> delivery. Um, <laughs> First class. <laughs> what can citizens do to assess, assist RAPID? I think the main way they can assist is, one, properly dispose of your trash. You know, pretty much anything in the city of Fayetteville, if you put it curbside, the city will pick it up. Um Depending on what you put curbside, some issues, some items might require you to pay a small fee, but the city will remove it. Um, and that's probably the next biggest thing would be just to, if you see a problem, call. You know, call call the 433-1329 um, or 433-1056, which is code enforcement. Um, that way we know what's happening because, you know, we are, Rapid is a small group. There's only two of us officially assigned to Rapid, so we need all the help we can get. Mm-hmm. To have those tips coming in, and it's not just a phone either. You can also right. use the Faye Fix It app. Faye Fix It app, exactly. Take a picture; it'll pop it down right where it's supposed to be at, and then uh, we'll go take a look at it and verify it and work on getting it cleaned up. And I think Sean can Sean can agree with this: is the more pictures you can take and send in, the better. It, yes. it really does help us yep. tremendously. And I know with Faye Fix It, can also geotag and put the yes. exact location, which makes it easier for you guys to locate it when to come in and clean it up. And and, and you talked a little bit about this earlier. But I didn't hear what that number was. You talked about the fine. How much of a fine are we talking? Are we talking about two hundred bucks, twenty bucks, five hundred dollar fine, five hundred dollars? That's a good hefty fine. I mean, that's a lot of money. And I know, uh, I know, as I as a homeowner, I wouldn't want to have to pay that because somebody did it the wrong way. It's exactly. Right. A little bit cheaper to go through the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. it's bad. It really is. And and it really comes down, like we said earlier, about the uh, making sure you do it the right way. Um, there are businesses, local businesses. Um, that I've seen personally leaving the landfill as they should have been when they're being hired by uh, residents. And it's like 1-800-GOT-JUNK is one I've heard on the radio and I've seen their trucks driving around. And then there's another one is... Um, I think there's T's Junk Removal. T's Junk Removal. Another there's there's, there's Busy a lot of private companies. Yeah, they'll do it. And I can verify myself, they actually will take it to the dump as they're supposed to and not a corner somewhere or a cul-de-sac somewhere and then you end up footing the bill of $500. <laughs> and that's the important part of keeping your receipts as well, just to yes, help absolutely. cover yourself afterwards. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So what happens if, a, and we talked a little bit about uh, about this already, but go a little bit more detail. So when a person is, you do that investigation, you find that site and you determine somebody is, um, you've connected somebody to that illegal dump site, what, what happens next? So after we find someone that is linked to it, we'll run our run our background check on them. It's like typical you think for a police department uh, to do to verify that person lives local or not um, to where we can send the citation to, or if that person um, 
like I said earlier, might be deceased. Um, so we know to it's a dead end on that one, literally. But um, so anything else about that? Like, say a dump site we found, and we actually have cameras up at these dump sites now. So um, that can also help us with uh, locating the driver's license or license plates and uh, and or people's faces um, to uh, really really help us with that and. A lot of the sites that have been major sites as well, we have signs up that will flash. Um, they have the the light on that as well. The we camera, camera on that one as well. That ties into the prevention aspect yes. of it oh, as well. Yes. Yep. Very much so. Yeah, it's not, not that you guys are out to get anybody. It's just no. that you want to educate and um, encourage them to do the right thing. Yes, right? we want what everyone else wants, which is a clean city. Because if your city is clean, you feel better about it. Then right. you want to keep it clean yourself, and you'll do things to make it And it saves way. taxpayers dollars. Yes, right. it's very expensive. Because <laughs> one, one way to think about it is your taxpayer dollars is paying for for this, for our rapid, for our rapid team. Mm -hmm. And it's so, not cheap. No, it's not. It's not. It's, it's it, not. It, it costs money. So, and I kind of, one last, we only got about a minute left in the show, but talk a little bit about curbside violations because I know that's another big uh, component of what you guys do with rapid. Well, we, we enforce all solid waste curbside code violations, which could be roll carts left at the curb for 24 hours, you know, 24-7. Major one. Um, you know, large people, large sites curbside sites to where people have moved a whole house out to the curb you know another major one um you know mixed debris construction debris you know and, and just and and in these situations that they're not immediately fine if we say that they're not immediately fine we say actually send notices of violation to them to the property owner and the occupant that's there if it's a rental property saying you know basically give you 14 days to clean it up you know clean it up or make arrangements for it to be cleaned up um, so there more is, a, is the educational aspect rather than a, an, you know, initial fines, initial citations. Um, so send out the warning letter and let them know about the different options available to them. Right. Excellent. And so what is that hotline number one more time if, if someone needs to call? It's 910-433-1329 or 910-433-1056. Or the Faith Fix It app. Or Faith Fix It app. Well, I, I really want to thank both of you gentlemen for coming on and sharing all that great information about the Rapid Response Team. Thank you for having us. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of The Fable 411. Be sure to subscribe to Radio Fable, the City of Fable's podcast channel, as we provide shows like this and other timely and informative updates every week. You can subscribe to Radio Fable on Apple iTunes, the iTunes podcast app, as well as the Google Play Music podcast portal. We're also available on TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fable has to offer by downloading the Faye TV streaming app, available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. View our video content by visiting FayTV.net. To get information about city services, go to our webpage at FayetteVilleNC.gov. Thanks for joining us.